2: And good morning, San Diego. You are listening to Garden Talk on KCBQ and KPRZ. I am David Ross, along with Mark Mahady and George Allman. Ken is off doing fun, funner things this weekend. This week. Good morning. Is good morning, everybody. More fun? It's more fun, but. Well, I was just I, looking at funner California, oh, yes, so
3: okay. good morning, I, guys.
4: I, a Little out of. Good morning. Good morning. How, How are we? we? Doing, doing are pretty we well. Doing pretty well. How's your garden? You guys have a garden? I made in my house. Yeah. Oh yeah. Is it going off? Are they going off right now. I have spectacular gardenias. Well, you I, would, do. I would. I would put my
2: gardenias them. up against anyone gar- anyone's Any gardenias well, at any I time. I have
4: a gardenia.
3: Any, anyone in San Diego or anywhere. Anywhere. Because, <laughs> really.
4: Okay. Yeah, I have, a, I have a gardenia tree that is. What kind? Uh, uh, August beauty. You know what? I'm gonna. No, I, it's a, we'll it's, come back. It's premature for, oh, for sorry, gardenias.
2: We've got to talk about weather oh, and right. you know the coming right. week. You're way out of order. About it You're way out of order. Oh, we have, cl- oh, we have so much. Um, it was drizzling last night when I went out to lock up the hens.
3: It was drizzling last evening.
2: But there was no drizzle this morning when I went up to release, release the the hounds. There it was not drizzling and it was kind of dry out. Same. But same. it's cool.
3: It is a little it's cool. Little. I was actually a little chilly yesterday. Quite often throughout the day at the nursery in Poway. Anyway, it's yeah. not
2: not often in May. Late May, right? Right, that I wear long sleeves and long pants. Right, you're probably wearing shorts because you're Mark, right? No,
4: it's funny you say that. I have now. I've I've turned a corner. I've been wearing long pants now because I I get cold now.
2: Mark, I you know. are your father. <laughs> Interesting, but we're supposed to have a cool, breezy week.
3: When's when does the uh... The warmth return. I just got back, so I, it's I supposed missed.
2: to be a couple of degrees warmer in the middle of the week, okay. but it's supposed to stay like this throughout most of the week. We'll see. We will see. Where did you get back from? You weren't here last week, were I you? I wasn't
3: here. I was in Missouri, and it was beautiful. And oddly enough, no rain at all until the day I left. It was beautiful, crystal blue skies throughout the day. It was spectacular.
2: Misery was sad to see you go.
3: Missouri, I was sad to go. It. it was a. It's a beautiful place. It was much better than I expected. Yeah. Is
2: that because you had low ex- expectations, or was I, it just well, that, it's just, that I, I, nice? I went to
3: St. Louis, and, and I'd not been there before, but it was never on my list of things I had to see. But after, we could talk about it later, but seeing the, the, the Botanical Garden and the, just the gardens in general everywhere, uh, it's a beautiful place.
2: Is that what happens when you get rain?
3: That's what happens when it rains, yeah. yeah it actually it, it inspired me to consider moving, not necessarily to St. Louis, but somewhere where it rains and it's green throughout the the you know the summer without having to pour hordes of water on things large quantities of well, water. I
2: I recall seeing pictures of a botanic garden, and it was really gorgeous looking, very different than what things what look like. Yeah, yeah. Um, is it? Where was it? Go ahead. Well, the the
3: Missouri Botanical Garden in St. Louis is the second largest botanical garden in North America. It is the longest operating. It opened in 1859. Wow! It's been around for a while.
2: Even longer than Walter Anderson Nursery.
3: Just not by much, but yeah, even longer. Uh, And they have an incredible plant collection, very well displayed, uh, meticulously maintained. And that's why when you said you'd put your gardenias, I was gonna say I, I think I might be able to beat some of yours just from what I saw there.
2: Okay, I may have been over
3: <laughs> well, overstating overstating
2: your, my yeah. gardenias, but. They they are pretty nice. They the pictures a, looked amazing, and the, the yeah, some
3: of the plants that you know we we struggle to put peonies, for example, and everybody here that, they're weeds, right. there, right? They are right. literally weeds. My son had one in his backyard that he didn't even know what it was, and it was spectacular, just gorgeous. And and people have them on the side of their garage, and <coughs> next next to their trash cans. You know, we put them in predominant, you know, to, so they can be featured in our garden. And they're there, they're next to the trash cans yeah. because they just grow. And, and the botanical gardens themselves had a large selection of them, of, of peonies with different colors everywhere. I, I don't think I even shared half the pictures, but it was it was. You did not
2: share. You gorgeous, sh- only shared gorgeous, a few. Gorgeous,
3: gorgeous. And, and if you're going to travel to see a botanical garden, I would encourage you to see that one.
2: Excellent. Did you see any dogwoods back there?
3: Dogwoods in bloom, yes. Yes, I did.
2: In the botanical, garden? In the botanical
3: or? garden and out just in the streets driving. Well, Columbine's, the, uh, the, they had a, a great um, vegetable garden display, and uh, their, their Japanese garden, I think, is one of the largest Japanese gardens outside of Asia. Incredible. Beautiful bridges, waterways.
2: The pictures were amazing. So, the second largest botanical garden. Yeah, botanic. and oddly enough, you know
3: what the, the first is? No, I was going to ask you that. It, it's the Brooklyn Botanical Garden. Oh, wow. Because it's in that whole park area, <clears throat> so it's it's a large, large botanical garden, but... This one is well worth a visit.
2: Excellent. My my mom's from St. Louis. You had mentioned. I think. Well, I have to figure it out. This is where a garden is. talk,
3: but their art museum that's near there is incredibly uh, well, well well appointed.
2: The art museum. The George? The art
3: museum. Yeah, just something else to consider if you get down that way. They have an arch too, but the, yeah. the neat part was the garden for me.
2: There's an arch in
3: St. Louis. I'm told no, there is the Arch, the Gateway to the West.
2: Was it really swaying in the wind like your son thought, or no?
3: Everyone that's gone up and it says it sways, but when you're standing beneath it, I didn't believe it was swaying, but it 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 sways a little bit. It's built to sway a little bit.
2: That's what it's. That's what it does. Excellent. Well, welcome back. Glad you had a good time. Glad you got to go.
3: It was wonderful. Thank you. Do we have any classes coming up anytime, anywhere? We do, in fact. Today, Saturday, May 21st, in San Diego at 9 a.m. is Summer Color with Ryan. And then in Poway at 9.30, it's Citrus Care with Mutt and Jeff, Click and Clack. What was the other? Frick and Frack. Frick and Frack. Yeah, so David Ross and George Allman will be teaching a citrus class today.
2: If you need a really, really extra good reason to go see the color class at (laughs) at Point Loma, it's... (laughs) Because George and David are doing the class on citrus in Poway, so probably want to go to the other store.
3: And next weekend, which is Memorial Day weekend, May 28th, both both stores will not be having classes.
2: However. However. Both stores will be.
3: Both stores will be open, regular hours. Regular hours.
2: Excellent. And uh, do you want to go one more week? Oh, do we have, uh, you have? You know, that's three weeks. That's that, way that's too far. That's actually
3: June. Are you ready to talk June?
0: No, I'm okay. not ready to
2: talk June. Uh, the Plumeria show is this week. Is yeah. this? It's today, right? I believe so. Today, yeah. and tomorrow. George, in your absence, uh, yeah. Mark and I didn't pay proper attention to the classes as Ken was listing him off last week in the upcoming schedule. So Mark on Saturday, Saturday yeah. asked me when the Plumeria show was down in Balboa Park. I said well, I, I, don't we I don't know. I don't listen about it,
4: or Kenny talked about it.
2: But. I don't listen to those guys. I know we talked about it. I think yeah. it's this weekend. Yeah. And I did a little research, and I went and found the San Diego Botanic Garden Foundation Foundation, website and learned that it's this weekend and not last weekend.
3: Right. So we put out poor information, incorrect information last week.
2: But now I have to – no, 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 no. Mark and I can put out the proper information. We We just didn't listen. Yeah. That's Wait, that which was is my not point. uncommon. No, no I, I no. actually
3: listened to the show at the airport briefly, as you know, because I did send in a note letting you know that there's a plumaria class coming up. Yeah, I yeah.
2: I should have uh,
4: well, yeah. just reached out there to you. There was a lot of <laughs> uh, clues, but we I could I didn't figure it out.
3: But you No, know, there is something else going on today at Balboa Park. Yesterday was World Bee Day.
4: Oh, that's so right,
3: Honey Bee Day. It was World Bee Day, and today oh. they're gonna there's a, a celebration at the Japanese Friendship Garden. At ten o'clock, ten to two, and if you pay to go into the gardens, you get to go and take part in the festivities. That you get stung, or what? What do you, we do to you celebrate might be able bee to. Day. There's music. There's um, all kinds of um, uh, there's microscope observations where they'll have microscopes set up. You can see different features of bees and, and uh, learn about you know, honeybees and what they do. And if you wear a bee suit, bee suit you get uh, two dollars off your admission.
2: I know Japanese this is radio Garden. and I'm supposed yeah. to say something, but I'm just making a face at wearing the bee suit. Does Do kids get in free? Let's start with that. That I
3: don't uh, – children ages six and younger are free. So Students, the people
2: that are going to get $2 off are the ones that should be free already.
3: Well, no. Yeah. Why, why wouldn't you – no, not, not a bee suit like wearing – I mean, you're wearing your beekeeper's outfit.
2: Oh. I
5: was picturing a little oh kid gosh. in a okay. bee outfit with a antenna. Thought,
3: no, no. I'm talking about putting on your bee suit. Oh. Yeah.
5: So okay. That's what I
2: thought. What? Did you? Th- you thought the. Yeah, I thought
5: it was
4: the beekeepers. <laughs>
5: Thank you, Mark.
4: Yeah. So Dave's I, the
3: yeah. well, odd man out yet again. Yet again. Okay. So you were lo- looking at me weird. And yeah, I'm I like, say why, something uh, why would you
2: expect people, to adults, wear a bee suit. to wear it's not Halloween? It's not not Halloween. Right. Exactly. Right. right. I was thinking of Saturday Night Live. All this <laughs> like weird my stuff came up. Beekeeper
6: outfit. Hold on. I
3: have a bee. I should have said beekeeper outfit. Yes, you but should I, have. Most... You have a beekeeper outfit. No, I don't. Well, well, I, don't. I, well, I do well, me, actually. You know. Well, no, you I, do. I do yeah, have a I beekeeper don't. outfit, and I just put the bee suit. Yeah. No, okay.
2: Brendan doesn't have a bee suit. No, but, Brendan doesn't. But if you want to see an adult in a bee suit, well, I mean that's what it would be normal.
3: It would be very normal, as opposed to in your
6: world where everything is abnormal
1: yeah. normal brain. <laughs> you brought me.
6: I know I have a sister-in-law who dresses up her pug, so I'm assuming she has a bee outfit there probably. And I wonder if her
2: pug can get in for free <laughs> right? if it's wearing a bee outfit.
6: Perhaps so.
3: Probably. Perhaps so.
2: I, I don't even know what to say, and I have two minutes more of things to right. say after that. What are we going to do?
3: Well, what else do you want to talk about? You want to go back to Mark's gardenia real quick? Yes, well, let's go back to
2: That's spectacular. What, what, and you, it's probably not an August, August Beauty no, that's no, going no, off no, right no, it's now. It's probably Beauty. a mystery, mystery. Of each yeah, a vichai, or a first love.
4: Mystery. And I actually do have, um, what's, what's the radicans, too? That's The little ground cover yeah. one? Yeah. I love that one. I think form. it's the nicest looking yeah, I, plant. I, yeah. Agreed. And that's flowering now, too.
3: I, I am still a fan of our two big gardenias out front at the Poway store.
4: The,
2: our, the rootstock. Gardenia right. thumbergia. Yes.
4: Yeah. It is I, a very I like nice them. One. I think they're. A well, good that one flowers and the virgin flowers more in August, much later. Yeah, much later. Yeah, right. much later. yeah. 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 it's funny because the, the the big one at the nursery, you can almost set your calendar to it. Like August first, it's it's. Uh,
2: I'm just going to go out on a limb and say thank you, Mary. I'm not the only one who thought. B outfit was oh mary okay Okay. yeah so (laughs) now let's go back to gardenias the gardenia that i have my most spectacular gardenia ever you know its history and you were there when i decided if we're gonna sell it for that i'm buying it right do you remember it
4: yeah oh yeah yeah
2: it was a ginormous 15 gallon campbell's grafted gardenia yes and it was his last one or it was towards the end of his career right and it was huge, and it should have been potted up and put into a bigger pot. And Mr. Anderson said, no, we're just going to sell it for blah, blah, blah. Right. And I said, if we're going to sell it for that, David's going to buy it.
4: Yeah, and you've towed it around your, uh, the county a little bit? Yes. Yeah. It's
2: still in a container, right. although it's rooted through the bottom of now a 20-gallon container <laughs> right? into the ground. Yeah. And it is about 8 feet and tall it was always and 8 to 10 feet wide, yeah. and it blooms like crazy. Correct. And it has next to it... Uh, to accentuate it, a Vichai Gardenia, and in front of it, it has a First Love Gardenia. And somebody asked, and I said, it smells like a gardenia. And they all smell like gardenias until you put all three varieties next to each other, and then they all have slightly different fragrances. But I couldn't tell you which one is better, which one is worse, which one is right, wrong, different. But they all do have slightly different Well, after the
3: break, we'll have to come back and talk about the care and culture of these plants.
4: Yeah, because they're pretty easy to grow, really. I mean, most people struggle with them. Agreed, agreed.
3: But, you know, do you have it in shade, filtered light? How's it growing? Well, I'd love to tell you
2: that, but we don't have time right now. You took us into the gardenias. We will talk about it in a minute. If you would like to give us a call, the phone number here is 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. You're listening to Garden Talk, and we will have more right after this.
1: Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 1170 Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahati, and George Allman.
2: And we are back. You are listening to Garden Talk on AM 1170, KCBQ, and that's- KPRZ. David Ross, along with Mark Mahady and George Alman. Ken is visiting a gorgeous little grandson.
4: Yes. Yes, he is. Good for him.
2: Yeah. Like, apparently, that's fun.
4: I can only imagine.
2: That's what I hear. Anyway, welcome back. Right before we went into the break, we were talking about gardenias, and we were trying to one-up each other on the gardenias, were we not? Or was it just...
3: It was just you. Okay. It was just you. Sorry, but we, um, you know we, we talked about them, and, and so we, we sell we sell them. You know, both stores sell them, and right. they they. I just came from back east, where they grow you know very well in slightly acidic soil in in, in basically full sun back there. So right. my question is here:
2: but What about the cold?
3: They they take it.
4: Yeah, they take it. That
3: cold? Well, Missouri's not as cold as New England. Right. Well, in fact, there was citrus. There was citrus growing. They had the uh the
2: you attract.
4: allege.
3: I'll show you pictures. They had flying. Actually, they did have citrus in the display gardens, but I'm sure they take those in. in So, so they
2: had gardenias out in.
3: They had some gardenias out, and I don't know if they take them in and out in the winter. I don't know that, but and they had some in that climatron, which is an interesting name. But it's a it's a a geodesic dome, uh, like a conservat like we have the conservatory up at at our garden. It's a massive geodesic dome, which is their version of that, where they keep uh, tropical plants all year round. Don't we have one of those control. in
2: Arizona where we put people?
3: Know, where we put people. Oh, like in a, the, the, the space lab kind of environment? Yeah. So
2: Wasn't there a closed-in? Yeah,
3: we did something like that.
2: Okay, but... But back so, to Garden's Yes.
3: Our culture here, you know, hot inland valleys, they, they benefit from some shade, right? Some filtered light.
2: Mine well, is on the east side of the house, but it good. is almost level with the rain gutter. So the top half of it gets sun until it's very low in the sky, and they they take it, they take it well. My with, with brother-in-law
4: of... in El Cajon. I mean, I think he's on the east side too. But I mean, they take some pretty good Mundo? Yeah, and his gardenias are gorgeous in full but, sun. Yeah, I mean, it gets it gets most of the day sun. Yeah, and, and, and you know, it's I... funny because like in Point Loma, well, they they like the heat, and most people. I think plant them in too much shade and overwater them, typically. But in Point Loma, it's funny because a lot of the ones, we'll get a lot of people that will grow them and they'll bud up and they'll do fine, and then you get the May gray or the June gloom and there's not a whole lot of heat, and the buds will fall off. So I think you need to put them in more sun. I grew up out
2: in East County where they were in a raised bed, still are, uh, on an east-facing exposure with roof overhead, so they only get morning sun, and they lean out and Towards want the sun. the sun. Right. And they seem to be more susceptible to mealybug and other insects where they get
4: less sun. They do get a lot of mealybugs, yeah. yeah. Well, they are sort of a bug magnet anyway. Yeah. Well, I I was I was yeah.
3: curious because in the, you know, the the California Integrated Pest Management when they speak of gardenias, they they do say that in hot inland valleys they do better with some some partial shade in the afternoon. And uh, and we do talk You're gonna about... You're going to take
2: it. IPM's word over mine?
3: No, oh, no, that's why I, I do take your word. That's why I was curious uh-huh. how you do it and how they're working for you and what environment. Because we, you know, we have customers that live all over the county, right. and they ask what's the best growing condition to put them in.
2: And well, I, I would put them where they got where they received maybe half to two-thirds of a day of sun, even in the East County. I
4: completely agree with you. And they get the vigor that they need. I mean, obviously, they may need a little bit more watering, but... I think the sun's big, and people water them, but... It, it's uh, kind of funny how little water, how infrequently yours, I yours water gets. mine. Well, that's the thing. And, I, I think people overwater them, typically. And also,
3: if they're established, you know, once you get them established, right. you can back off on the, the frequency of the watering, providing okay. when you do water, you give them a good dousing, Yeah, you know, and, if, like, if and a he, layer of
2: mulch. And, and the roots, because of how densely they have grown, the roots are in the shade all the time. The sun doesn't get doesn't pierce the canopy right. and get down to the ground. Plus, so it keeps the this, this. Are we talking about cooler. the grafted ones too? They are grafted, yeah. all three of them.
4: Yeah, I think that makes a difference too. I have
2: a stronger root system. Correct. And I have the Thunbergia on the other side of the house in the shade and it doesn't grow very much. It's under the canopy of a Tippawana tipu. Right. And it grows, but, but it doesn't bloom very much and uh it is nothing in comparison to these guys and right. it is totally different so, fragrance so
3: the grafted what you mentioned the grafted variety so that's a, that's on a, a gardenia the Roots south stuff, african yeah. gardenia and those Which, yeah it's kind of they tolerate they, leaf. They, well I, I disagree i think, well, think it's a good looking plant but yeah, I mean, it's, but it's, it's a different looking it's, different, it's totally different than different. a regular You're gardenia right. but You're i think right. it's a good looking i like them in fact I, as i mentioned I, I like the ones that we have in the San Diego zoo in their africa rock exhibit has a lot of Thunbergias growing down the uh, South Africa. I think
2: we got some of them for them.
3: Yeah, and, and they look great. And when they bloom, the flower is, it's a gardenia, it's a different flower. It's not the tightly yeah. held one. I
2: don't know kind who tubular, yeah. helped my father with the landscape at our house, but we had a gardenia Thunbergia. Oh, wow. And so I grew up with one, and it was enormous, and it was, like along the, it was in front of the southern wall of, of their bedroom. And so it got hot sun all day long, and it got up over the roof. It, it was easily 15 feet tall. Yeah. And bloom, when it bloomed, it was incredible because it all blooms at once. It doesn't bloom as long, and the flowers don't last as Correct. long as the other ones. Correct. But it, they are it's, extra it is large, exactly and it's, it do. is a really neat plant. And, and they it,
4: usually flower a little bit later, yes. I would say. Agreed. Like August. Like, so one of the nurseries, it seems like August 1st, it's always full of bloom. We'll
2: see, and... and that's coastal versus inland, correct? And so it's going to be be later there as well. But before we went into the break, I, you know, you guys are supposed to be keeping track of these things. Oh. Gardenia radicans. You said oh, you had a yeah. tree, and we, what is that? That's radical.
4: Yeah, radicans. Well, radicans is that little ground cover or low-growing, small-flowered, small-leaf, small-flower. Yeah, variety. It's also
3: isn't it called a, a miniature gardenia? I,
4: yeah, people do or call cape. it
3: that. It's also called a cape jasmine.
4: Uh, I think it's one it of the may. common names. I, I don't know about that. I, I've not heard yep. that, but yeah. I would not. Yeah, I wouldn't argue with it. But that's a great one. A lot of people bonsai that one too. No, uh, but you said you have it as a tree. Yeah, I have it. You know, well, do you remember years and years ago when you were the grafting master? Yes. Yeah, you you grafted. Uh, this obviously isn't one of those, but oh, you. Gra- I thought you were going to tell me Didn't you graft a couple of them? I did. Yeah. I think they make a beautiful weeping tree. They do. And are you putting
3: did. them on Thumbergias, the South yes. African? Yes, okay. yeah. and,
2: and we had th- about three- or four-foot trunks. We did get some grafted ones from right. Monrovia, Monrovia right. a year or two ago Right. that they had already done it for us, so I didn't have to. But Correct. It's a, it yeah. makes a nice weeping tree because right. of its ground-cover habit. It small. does not want to grow upright. Correct. kind of so it's down, it's beautiful. And
4: yes. again, the flowers are smaller. Smaller, but, right. they're, but still they're still fried. fragrant, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely.
2: Right. We have a boxed one that's probably... Ten or fifteen years old at the nursery in Poway, and I'm—I hope it's still there. I haven't—it's out on the sales floor. It has a price on it, so I'm concerned somebody's going to buy it, and then I'm going to say, "Duh!" Yeah.
3: And you, you want—I'm
2: going to—I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna be Mr. Anderson saying, yeah. "Put it out there for sale,"
3: and you're going to buy it, and then I'll buy it. Maybe that's what I should
2: do, and put Probably it in should. my gardenia collection because I do not have a gardenia radicans.
3: Nor do I, and maybe we, the maybe that we need one. Introduced me
4: to them, as a matter of fact, I think.
2: Mark, this is Gardenia radicans, Gardenia radicans. 30 years ago or whatever.
3: Well, do you have, do do we, do either store, do we have enough Gardenia thumbergias, South African gardenias, that we can start grafting some of these again?
4: Well, it's funny. I don't know what we have down there now. Um, I'm
3: just, it's just a thought. You know, if it's that pretty a tree and Mark's talking about it, maybe it's something we want. And even yeah. you, sir, had commented on it. It's like a I lovely said, weeping habit because it doesn't want to grow up. To so if you like that. I
2: retired because I was doing well, and I yeah. wanted to go yeah, out got on top. top, right? Yes. <laughs> so I went yeah, out. You're you a whole fame you, had, you had like
3: 97% graft success rate? Yeah.
2: Yes.
4: It was, it was
3: high.
2: And I've, it's been downhill since, so that's why I wanted to retire okay, from gardenia grafting. Is right. that okay?
4: That's that's fine.
3: Okay.
4: It's probably not all that difficult, huh, Dave?
2: Really. It really isn't. Um cleft grafting of gardenias was the first grafting i ever did and the last grafting i ever did really yes why are you looking oh, well, at me I, puzzled? I just
3: thought i thought with all of our fruit trees and such you might have been uh, i re- be i more. don't
2: know why i haven't i yeah. think it's because it is a precise process and i'm not into precision
3: it, well neither am i quite honestly well i used to be a in my last life but as a gardener I'm I'm a little bit too lazy to do it so this time I did 11 grafts on some fruit trees and I only had one take two years ago I did 11 and I had like 12 takes somehow or more
2: (laughs) that's why you should have (laughs) retired You should have gone top. out on top. Yeah. Right. I bought the tool that does the the, the cuts that the make cuts. the yeah. the puzzle pieces fit together, and it is still somewhere in my it, garage it's, in its uh, original it, package. What's yeah.
3: interesting is I've I've had success with using that tool and just the old fat. I've, I've used a pocket knife, not even a grafting knife, well, but a what, regular pocket knife that I that. That's, that's what
2: I did. That's yeah. what yeah. I, I, I did I didn't did sterilize that. it. Nothing. I used used the cleft graft. Yeah, the we cleft. used a tie
4: tape and Elmer's
2: glue, and Elmer's glue, and yeah. that's how I, I do remember mine. that. And it it was it was easy to do. Yeah. It was you find two pieces, yeah. uh, one Fid, on the together, the yeah, root stock size, that's yeah. about the same size as right. the other branch. You cut them into so just a regular
3: basic grafting, uh, and put a and it put works.
2: a slice into the middle of the rootstock and, and, and slide it. this thing yeah. in tie it up with green stretchy tie tape and i covered the whole thing with glue i like to claim that
4: i did that too but you were right there with me you were giving full support so you were i may have you were part of it touched your back and claimed that i did it yeah something like that
2: osmosis yeah it was a it it was really neat at how relatively simple it was and i didn't need special bands or special tape or special wax
4: and they have all that stuff yes they do
2: you didn't yeah, we didn't need, or you didn't need it. Yeah. Not for gardenias, right? I just and I picked off all the leaves of the of the scion of the cutting that we attached, right? And then covered the whole thing with glue and right. Elmer's glue because it breaks down and the plant will grow through it. And then watching uh, watching the new growth kind of push through it was, it was, the white glue yeah. was kind of cool.
3: Yeah, it is. It's exciting. It, it's 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 discouraging when you go out and you and the rest of the trees the, the rootstock or the other branches that you have grafted start leafing out, but the one you that just you duffing. just the new yeah. ones when nothing happens, mm-hmm. you get discouraged. But it's yeah. very exciting yes. when that one starts budding out that you grafted on. So
2: yeah. I'd I, I forgot I'm very excited about this. Mark, thank you for helping me relive this. Oh yeah. No, you were good. It was very
4: exciting. And we we did got it. So, I think we actually did it at the wrong time of year. I think we did it in the winter time when it was sort of yeah. slow. I'm a whenever kind of guy. No, you right? know, I, yeah.
3: I I scheduled the classes in Poway. I think I'm going to be scheduling a grafting gardenia class. No. In September.
2: I don't think that's a great idea oh, cuz this think- is they just got the gra- that's that's the extent of my grafting knowledge. And you know, we got so <laughs> into what we were talking about here. I forgot to look over and see that People have called in this morning, and we're going to have to apologize to them. Please do. If you would like to give us a call, the number here is 888-344-1170. You're listening to Garden Talk here on AM 1170, KCBQ, and KPRZ. We will take these calls when we come back.
1: Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 1170 Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Welcome
2: back. To Garden Talk here on AM eleven seventy <laughs> KCBQ and KPRZ. I am David Ross, along with Mark Mahady and George Alman. And being the professional that I am, I neglected to look at the screen over here to see what was going on. Brendan, what was that laugh I heard during the break?
6: Oh, nothing. Don't worry about it. It's okay,
2: okay. <laughs> okay. Um, we need to go going all the way out to Chicago. I knew KCBQ had good reach, but I had no idea it would go all the way to Chicago. It and may not to- even
4: be in Chicago.
2: Cincinnati. Oh, Nick. Good morning. Thanks for waiting, and sorry about that. Good
6: morning. Oh, that's okay. Thank you. I appreciate it. Long time listener, first time caller. I love it. Uh, and now, is question, it true that so, is it
2: true that you're not in Chicago? That's what I want to know.
6: Um. Well, not currently, but I live there. Okay. Right. Okay. Uh, so,
2: right. I
6: my question my my question though is I have fire sticks in my house and Chicago I realize is not an ideal setting for that is there a good way to keep them vibrant and also get the red color that you get if you were in San Diego or some place a bit warmer uh, for the soil or, or, or something to put in as nutrients
2: I would think it would be intensity of light it would more be light than more than else. food correct. So if you cannot oh. put it outside seasonally and get enough light for it, then I would think, uh, you know, they have very intense grow lights now that are generally not used for growing succulents indoors, but they have very intense grow lights that I think they use for other things that would probably give them, give your fire stick the amount of light it would need to color up nicely.
6: And So, okay, so it's more light versus nutrient. I think right, so, okay. Yes. yes. Okay. All right. right. Now, well, that, now so, so, my
3: question is: just having fire sticks in the house is, is an interesting concept to me because they're, the the latex that comes out of them is is a is a blistering agent. Can be can, it be,
2: can, problematic it can be problematic for some problematic people, for some especially folks. for the eyeballs. Are you aware of that?
6: Uh, I have been told that, but luckily I have no children or a pet, so I'm I wasn't concerned okay. about that. Okay,
2: <laughs> that's the that is the the concern here. I've. We've come across people that have had uh, visits to the emergency room for flushing of the eyes, for getting the sap in there. I don't believe I know anybody that's had permanent damage, but it's a, a heck of an inconvenience, yes. so be very careful with them.
6: Uh, I appreciate that, and I hopefully, uh, hopefully no one will uh, fall into them, I guess, <laughs> would be the only concern, but... <laughs> But but that that is that is good advice. All
2: right. Good luck with them. Get them as much light as you possibly can, and let us know if they color up nicely for you.
6: Thank you so much. I sure will. All right. Appreciate thanks for it. the
2: call. Sorry it took so long, but thanks for the call.
6: No, no worries. <laughs> okay. I uh, you know, if
2: you're careful, i oh, not careful. You if you if you're aware, norm- aware. You that, have to that's be aware. That. That's the right, right word. Just being aware is right. all it really.
3: You know, if you're going to cut them, wear gloves. Eye protection if you're going to cut them to make sure that that sap doesn't somehow... And don't
2: cut them in the middle of the hottest day of the year because it can aerosolize and become problematic anyway. Let's uh, head up to Vista and say good morning to Fran. Good morning, Fran.
5: Good morning, guys. Um, I have two questions. The first one deals with a flat leaf parsley. I brought it home. I have some Seedlings, but that will take me a long time before I utilize them, so I bought a plant. It was gorgeous. The next morning I noticed it needed some water, so I put it in a tub full of water, and with the intent of when I got back home, I would take it out. Well, when I came back home, I passed by, and I said, what kind of a plant is that? And I looked at it. I, I couldn't believe, because it was the flat-leaf parsley, but not one leaf was on the plant anymore. So can you give me some suggestions on what might be eating my parsley?
2: Well, the leaves were on the ground, or they were no, gone? Oh, no,
5: they were gone. Oh, I mean, wow. whoever – I mean, they've got fresh breath because the, the leaves are <laughs> <were> all eaten.
2: <laughs> hey, parsley breath, what you <laughs> doing? Um, probably, the, well, the caterpillar would do I would say it. a
3: caterpillar, maybe a cutworm. If it was in the soil and it got wet and, it, and the worm came up out of the soil?
2: It could be. Uh, rabbits would do it very nicely. Would do it, huh? Yes. I
5: think that's my... I have a, a resident rabbit that I talk to every morning and <laughs> he's getting used to me and... Well, you need to stop
3: talking to it or be mean, <laughs> mean to it.
5: Yeah. Oh, my god! Get, get, uh, get a broom. I could believe it.
2: Get a broom and go after people. It's So,
5: a different uh, so. Um, My next question is for George. Um, a while back, uh, when I was able to take the classes and so forth, you called out, uh, called my name and said it'll be for February 25th. And that was for the bonsai class, where we would actually take a plant and pot it up and make it into a bonsai, whatever. Uh, is that still on?
3: Well, it won't be
5: February. No, not that long. Oh, I did <laughs> February. It's June 25th. You brought up somebody brought that, up yes, ma'am. That
3: is correct. On June 25th, we're having a bonsai workshop uh, with Richard Wright, and that one's a an RSVP. Call the Poway store and a okay. twenty five dollar fee because you will be walking away with a plant and soil.
5: Okay, that's that's what I wanted because I missed several of the other ones. So I'll just call the store and and then the one on the camellia grafting thing. I'm in for it on uh, September. Oh, perfect, David's
3: that. David's ready for that. I have not <laughs> he he has not accepted my I invitation haven't checked yet. my
2: calendar yet to make sure that time is available, but I'll look into it
5: okay, well, what do we have to do to persuade you to to do the class
2: <laughs> um let me think about it
5: okay okay i'll 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 keep calling in until you agree Our classes right, are yeah.
3: booked the, the Poway classes are booked through August right now, so we'll have to start working for the september october time frame
5: okay. Okay, thank you, guys, as usual. Love listening to the show in the morning. Saturday <laughs> mornings.
2: Thanks for the Thanks. call, Fran. Take
5: care. Thank you. Bye.
2: Bye-bye. If you'd like to give us a call, the number here is 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. I don't mind... Doing a class, I just don't like doing a class on something where I have very limited knowledge. Right, oh, and okay. this is not my i. I was an expert on gardenias because exactly. I tried it and it succeeded, and I quit.
3: Well, we, we've had we did do a class on on just fruit tree grafting, general grafting, not too long ago by, by, somebody, Tyler, by somebody who was an by expert. Tyler, yeah, Tyler, Tyler, Tyler. Tyler. Right. came in, right? Somebody uh, who does. And a couple of years ago, we had Ample do one on Plumerius. gardenias well, and oh, plumerias. Oh, oh, yes,
2: Ample's yes. the one that taught me how to graft right. gardenias. So we had that. And as a matter of fact, I was with your son yesterday cleaning up in the back and we found a grafted gardenia from that class that had taken and it had not been cared for, but it was still alive. It's,
4: it's, <laughs> it's, yeah, they're very... Yeah.
2: See, he doesn't do it the way I like to do it. He he is he knows imperfect. What he's no, oh. he's imperfect in his graft and he only matches up one side. I want to match up both sides. So from the get-go... it yeah it looks better, but i I don't know i Fran can call and we'll talk to Fran and we love Fran, but I don't know if I'm going to do a grafting class
3: you um know, go ahead Well, I was going to say earlier we were talking about the botanical gardens, and it just I just remembered that I went to a mutual friend of ours house who commented on the bee suit Mary, and her backyard is lovely, and it is a, almost a botanical garden unto itself. it almost is it's very lovely anyway, and no admission fees.
2: And no grafted gardenias, I don't think.
3: Well, it just struck me we were talking about the gardens and hers is very pretty.
2: It is. That's funny. I'm guessing there's going to be a gardenia in that garden in the future. I can't imagine it not now (laughs) having one, but we'll see. Um, Again, if you'd like to give us a call, 888-344-1170. Something very exciting that we alluded to last week and the week before has come to fruition. Uh Oh. No pun intended. Oh, no pun intended. We got in the order, we received the order at both stores, it has not been put out in Poway, but they're there, of citrus, fruit, some avocados, and persimmons. What? What? Why are you looking puzzled? Oh,
3: because you said citrus, fruit. Other fruit. Uh, well, you didn't use the word I other, didn't I, and I know. so I was wondering what, and then...
2: Oh, because I make fun of your bee suit comment, now you're going to mock the rest, he's, it's, it's, me the rest of this day.
3: Yeah. Absolutely.
2: Well... I now own a Gwen avocado. Well, I only, well, I'm not going to go into the details yet. But anyway, we got in Gwen avocados. We got in some great citrus. Uh, How many Gwens do we get approximately? I think we got about f- 25 per store. Oh, wow. And yeah. they are
3: 48 total, so they are
2: pre- precocious. Right. The, these little seedlings have, not seedlings, these young trees that are probably two, two and a half feet tall have fruit on them. I don't think it's going, they're going to hold them to fruition. Right. And if they wanted to, we shouldn't let them. Correct. But they are producing at a young age.
3: Yeah. They, a lot of, of good-looking trees came in. And, and now now that I have this new list, I may have to have a couple more citrus trees <laughs> that I didn't know I needed until I got the well, list. Well,
2: that's the, that's the thing. When I ordered the last batch of specialty citrus, I didn't order any of the regular stuff because, because... I assumed we'd be able to get that from our regular suppliers. But we have not thus far this year, been able to get more than a couple of any of the normal things. But we were able to get in. We have regular Valencia oranges. We have midnight Valencia oranges. We have the apparent Washington navel. We have... uh, Sanguinelli blood, We have
3: caracaras, tangos, gold nuggets, a host of citrus that we... I'm looking forward to getting a
2: couple. Yes, and the tango, one of the things that has changed my... The way I look at fruit trees is how long does it sit on the tree and how long is it ripe and how long can I harvest? And tango has an extremely long harvest season and it has fruit on it. It doesn't all set at once and so it ripens kind of sequentially um, and has fruit on it for probably six months out of the year. Wow. And wow. and then we've got to talk about sharanui. Or I have a sharanui.
3: Does not it have another name?
2: Well, no, it does not have another name. Oh, that's true. But you would notice you if would you know say we have a Sharonui mandarin, an ugly fruit, you would not know what that is. But if you went to the store and found a ginormous satsuma type mandarin that you paid five, six or seven dollars per fruit for, um, if if you were looking for the name of the tree from which it came, you would see Sharonui.
4: Interesting. And
3: that is the one that I'm highlighting on the list that I may be i today have one as i leave i
2: got one you're gonna to have to settle for second best <laughs> that's all right
3: no points for second best. there were
2: very there's there's a very nice batch and each store got 50 of those um and that is something i was sure if you'd asked me a year ago i would have promised you we would never, never have gotten get, them in. right never and here we have them now and what else
3: caught your, your well, eye it, on there? not that I want because I have, but something that struck me was the, the Fuyu persimmons and Hachiya Hachia persimmons because we have a lot of customers coming in regularly looking for persimmons. Right. And we did get a good crop of persimmons.
2: And I think there was 30 or 40 of those per store of the Fuyus, and we did get some hachias as well, correct?
3: Yeah, yeah total of 30 between the stores. Yeah. And so they, they are hachias. rooted
2: out. They're in three-gallon buckets, and this is very nice citrus, The or very nice fruit trees. The citrus are about three foot tall and they've been snipped at the top and they are just beginning to sprout out. So they just look like long sticks. But as soon as they get planted, they're going to start branching out. And they're going right. to be very nice trees later this year and they should start fruiting next year.
4: And they're, I mean, they're a little pricey, right? I mean, not that, but but stuff that people aren't going to find for the it's, most they're, part. they I think, 60 or $70.
2: Right. But, and I mean, these would be equivalent Within a year, I would say next year these would be pretty close to a fifteen gallon tree. So okay. they're they're more Good than price. a five yeah. in in what they are in right. in quality. So they're actually not. They're right. they're more than a five gallon. Right. But they are more than a five gallon. So right. it 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 fits.
4: No, I totally understand what you're saying. But
2: are we going to get you to get get one? I I, I, so. I like to call the Shiranui, I some people, well, you said it was called ugly fruit or something Correct, like yeah. that. I, I like to call it the charpai. I think it's kind of, of the citrus? Sharpay of citrus because it's kind of got a it, it's wrinkly folded wrinkly. head. Right. Um, for the citrus class, I brought in. I, I this morning I cl- crawled on my knees under my ponkan tree Uh-oh. and brought in some ponkan so that because it, it is one of the two parents of mm-hmm. sharanui. Right. And we used to be able to get it, and it is delicious, and the flavors are much different than any of the other citrus. Um, But it had seeds, and sharanui is seedless. Interesting. Oh, my goodness. Look at the time. Remember that, professional? If you would like to give us a call, the number here is 888-344-1170. You're listening to Garden Talk on KCBQ and KPRZ. We're going to take our last break and be back right after this.
1: You are listening to Garden Talk here on AM 1170, KCBQ, KPRZ.
2: I am David Ross along with Mark Mahady and George Allman. And before we went into the break, we were talking about very exciting new citrus and old citrus. And if you would just slowly go down that list and just list them off again of what both stores now have.
3: I'll go through some of them. There's a lot here. So we mentioned the um, Valencia, the Midnight, as well as the Frost.
2: You know, I'm going to... I'm going to get me a Frost Valencia because Midnight's been the only one we've been able to get for a long time. But supposedly, Frost, in spite of its seeds, is more productive. So that's what strainers are for. Right. What? what go ahead. Well, what?
3: You don't even need a strainer I mean, you, unless you're making juice. You just eat the orange. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, got it. Well, that's what And, I- and so Washington Naval, one called Parent and I assume that is the you know I'm mom guessing and that, or dad, one of the original Washington. I'm guessing
2: that's the one that comes from the Washington Naval in Riverside, California. Right. I'm just going to go see. with that guess and
3: until someone calls and contradicts. Yes. Right. Okay. And Fair we're enough. getting late
2: in the show, so they're going to have nope. a tough time doing that. <laughs> yeah, just next today.
3: Uh, blood oranges, Sanguinelli.
2: We don't normally a freak. We don't always have that available. Yeah, we
3: we normally uh, have Moro right. and taraco, Right. Those are the two correct. more popular yes. varieties. And
2: Moro colors up better than any of the other ones, but I'm not excited about the flavor, so Sanguinelli will be nice.
3: I have them, and I love, I love blood oranges. Um, Cara Cara.
2: Cara Cara Pink Navel, everyone's favorite. If you don't think Cara Cara Pink Navel is your favorite, then you we had have one. issues. Well, you, oh, our fresh one from your own garden.
3: You had not had one if you don't. Yeah, it's a delicious, delicious navel. Uh, tangos, which you already mentioned, and the Ugly Fruit... That you just Charanui, nui. gold nuggets, also a great good Mandarin. great Mandarin, uh, Lisbon lemons. We have. Uh, I I put in a Genoa from our last cycle.
2: I did too because I want to experience your heritage. I put of it in your people. My, that's right. That's so why I, I got put the it in Genoa lemon as well.
3: Exactly. Well done, sir. Uh, Star Ruby grapefruits, clementine mandarins, Gwen. Abacons. You
2: know, clementine is a wonderful mandarin it it's is the algerian it's algerian it's one of the clementines the flavors are fantastic but it generally has seeds. it generally has seeds, have seeds
3: yeah. but it's it's a good orange in it, it at least in in pq where i was growing it 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 ripened up usually in mid to late december and, and from then on it would, would well, be available
2: so the the clementines the tango and a few others are very richly flavored tangerines or mandarins the Gold Nugget and the Satsuma and the Kishu, they're milder. They're very good, and I I would consider them very, very sweet because people want to know what's the sweetest one. But part of that sweetness is that it's more mild. There's not as much flavor in them as these other ones have.
3: You just made it it sound kind of bland, and I'm not as excited excited about it.
2: Right. Which one?
3: The one that you just said was bland. Satsuma. Yeah.
2: But that's everybody's favorite, so don't
3: you know, I think it's it's everyone's favorite because it's so darn easy to peel.
2: Easy to peel.
6: <laughs> it just yeah.
3: it just it just falls apart in your hand. It's I think true. that's why it's a favorite. It's
6: very appealing. Ah! Ah, well done.
3: Hey. Pomegranates. We have a couple of pomegranates, pink satin, Tom's red, purple heart pomegranate. I'm not familiar with that at all. I'm not I have, either. I might have to look into that one. I do like pomegranates and I like the variety in pomegranates. And you can
2: get it for all of your friends who have earned
3: But there we go. Purple it's a great Heart's great idea. I'm a thinker. I'm a thinker. A uh, sweet pomegranate. And then the uh, Lee uh, Nova Mandarin.
2: That is supposed to be super popular. I got one in the little uh, test tube size that we had the other day, um, huh. or from the Couple other month, order. But so, yeah. We've had people asking about Lee by Nova. It's a a, a cross that is supposed to be really good.
3: Uh, Celeste Fig, which you like a lot. I
2: do. It's a, a natural semi-dwarf to dwarf tree. And... Uh, I like to call them sugar dots when they're pro- properly. That. that is correct when they're properly, property, ripe. appropriately ripe. Right. Yes.
3: Uh, we have assorted mulberries, and I'm not sure what. No, what it's that, a Pakistan mulberry. It's a Pakistan. It, it, okay. They, so it is Pakistan.
2: Only a few uh, per store, and I wouldn't mention those because they're probably already spoken for on the want list. I, I take that back.
3: Disregard previous. Believe my last. Thank you. Uh, and then we the Hachia uh, and the fuyu persimmons.
2: Yes, a lot of those are spoken for but we got quite a few so I, the, I think there's still some. So left.
3: that's a, a pretty good list of of new fruit trees that we were that some of those we were I wasn't expecting so I'm very excited
2: Me about neither, this. Me either and uh, some of those we were telling people probably not until December January right. maybe November. And now we have some. Now the the persimmons are particularly nice. Oh, and the gem or a uh, Gwen avocado. You didn't mention is that on? Well, there? Y- we did. You you oh, mentioned already, it three, so four, seven it. times. Yeah. So we we seven. know that's there. Okay, okay. I'm very excited about this, Apparently and I'm so. I'm going to plant my Shara Nui this weekend, so sure that it doesn't are. sit okay. like the rest. Uh-huh. And I'm going to put Gwen in the ground this weekend sure as well.
3: Uh-huh. We'll be asking next Saturday.
2: Yeah. Are you a doubting Mustafa?
3: I am. A, I am. I doubt. Sometimes. And in this case, I, you know what? Since you said it on the air, I suspect you're going to go home and do
2: it. So. Well, now just so that I can prove yeah, you wrong, of to. course I, I'm going to. to. <laughs> I'm going to make something happen where, pressure, he yeah. where he I can't can't. I still do. have last year's avocados that are in pots and still alive that I have not planted, but these are going in right now.
3: Of all the citrus we purchased together a couple of weeks ago when they all came in, all those unique varieties, I put all of them in the ground except the little test tube varieties. I put those in five gallons to get them going. I put and, mine into gallons. And they look Marvelous.
2: They put out a ton of growth. And that's what these trees that we have right now are going to put in. You said they're about to Uh, explode. uh, So San Diego Store,
3: 9 o'clock. San Diego Store has summer color with Ryan. And in Poway, if you're bored, 9.30, David and I will be teaching a citrus class.
2: Yeah, only if you're bored and have nothing better to do. You have been listening to Garden Talk here on AM 1170, KCBQ, and KPRZ. I am David Ross, along with Mark Mahady and George Allman. Have a great weekend, everybody, and we'll be back next week with another hour.
1: Thanks for joining us on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery, your source for gardening, landscaping, and horticulture news. Still have a question for the Garden Talk crew or want to learn more about the show, how to become a guest or sponsor, send an email to askanexpert at walteranderson.com. That's askanexpert at walteranderson.com or visit walteranderson.com. There's more professional gardening advice next week at this same time on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. This program is sponsored by Walter Anderson Nursery.